Comedian Jim Jeffries is coming to the Palace this Saturday, March the 7th, and he does a great show if you've seen his stand-up specials on Netflix. And he joins us now. Jim, what's up, man? Hi, how you guys doing? Uh, not much is up. I just woke up. Uh, just finished the school one. How are you, lads? <laughs> Doing good. Hey, I want to share a text with you. So I texted a buddy last night and said, hey, man, Jim Jeffrey's coming on the show. We should check him out. He's at the Palace on Saturday. He writes back, love him. He's the best. Honestly, I would never do Coke, but I would make an exception for doing it with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a testament. Well, I, I, have, I haven't done it for a while, but I'm fairly easily persuaded. So if he brings it, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, my, my wife tells me, because I've never tried it, my wife tells me not to because I might like it too much. You might like it too much. And I, just, just from the sound of your voice, you sound like you're already on Coke. So yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Tor could have a heart attack yeah. if you did Coke. Hey, when you come into a town, because you quit drinking, right? Uh, I'm off it at the moment. I go back and forth, but yeah, I'm off at the moment, yeah. Uh, so when you go into a town like Columbus this Saturday night, do you hang out or do you just get get the hell out of here? Uh, when you do even in your town, is that, is that one of the towns that does it? Is, is uh, Ohio, are you allowed to take edibles? Uh, oh. Well, you could do it. I mean, it's not, we have like medical weed here, but uh, yeah, right. you could do, you could do anything as long as you don't get caught, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I hang a little bit. I still hang. You can't just go to your hotel room. What are you going to do there? You know, I'll go out a little bit afterwards. Yeah, see, I took edibles once, and the guy didn't tell me that he was giving me edibles. I was at a party, he gave me a cookie, and it was like the longest football game of my life, and like one quarter seemed like four days. <laughs> yeah, and the problem is you get hungry, and then you eat more cookies, and it's a, it's a, it's a violent... Uh, oh, I forgot the bloody word. Um Oh, oh, sorry, I was just rambling on about cookies there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and we were listening intently, trust us. <laughs> no, we had the Girl Scouts just came in, you know, the Girl Scout cookies. And we, yeah, we I like those, those round ones, the Samoas or whatever. All the like Samoas with the coconuts. Yes. And do you know why outside of the child molesting stuff with the Boy Scouts, <laughs> you take that away. The Boy Scouts are selling stupid popcorn. The Girl Scouts selling cookies. I know why. Who's the smarter gender? Yeah, who's going bankrupt now? Right. So he said, "You're you're thinking you're thinking the reason that the Boy Scouts are failing is because of the popcorn, not the child molestation." <laughs> yes. I mean, you're selling. <laughs> who wants to buy popcorn? I want to buy cookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, tell us about. So, I, what, one thing about you is you're not PC when you're when you do stand up, and you right. make fun of everybody. And I was curious, though, is because you do Trump jokes, and it's there's a lot of material. Everybody does Trump jokes. If you were to go on stage, and I don't know if you do it in your new act, if you make fun of Bernie or Biden making out with his granddaughter, would the audience respond the same way? I think so, yeah, I do. I'm not doing any Trump jokes at the moment, mind you. So if anyone's listening and they want to come to the show, I'm not doing any at the moment. But... Um uh, yeah, of course I would. Yeah, yeah we don't. We we used to do loads of Bernie jokes on, on the show, uh, and then you know, yeah, I think they would laugh the same way. The thing about Trump, though, is is everyone knows about him. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, everyone knows all the little jokes and stuff. Bush had the same type of thing going on, and and also Trump's got the the fun, the funnier look. Yeah, He's got the orange complexion and the hair. Yeah. I figured out his comb over, right? His comb over's not on top. He's had so many hair transplants that he's bald at the back of his head. He's removed all the hair at the back. Put it so to he's the front. Grown the sides out. 
He's going to side that down to his nipples, and then he sweeps it backwards so the back of his head looks like a duck's ass. So he's got a behind the head comb over. <laughs> I pay a lot of money to see the president come out of a swimming pool. <laughs> hey, hey, Jim, you, uh, what was your gig in Tel Aviv? Was that in December? Um, yeah, I've done Tel Aviv a few times. I go out there and uh, do, a, do a gig in the round, and uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, 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 for some reason, my sitcom was quite popular in Israel. I have no idea why, but they they all watched it. It was like it was like the one place they watched my old sitcom. And you you, you gotta love Israel because they gave us Gal Gadot. They gave us Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's she's a nice lady. Nothing wrong with her. And. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's also the whole thing that everyone there has to go in the military, so you know she's going to kick ass, right? Yeah. You know, like she's done two years where she's broken some bones, probably. I don't know. Or she might have just stood on guard or, or, or been there for morale. But but a uh, big fan of the Godot. Did you say Godot or Godot? Or, or Godot? I don't know. I, it, this T is silent for me, but I, I could be wrong. Did I mispronounce my own name? <laughs> I, I take Rosetta Stone for English, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jeffries, Godot, whatever. Jim Jeffries is with us uh, Saturday night, Palace Theater, uh, March the seventh. So I'm curious because my wife's been to Australia for two weeks, and if right. so, you come here and you can make fun of Americans, and it's funny, it's good stuff. You go to London, your last special, and you can make fun of them, and they laugh. If there's an American comedian and he yeah. goes to Australia and tells jokes about women from Australia looking like Mel Gibson from Braveheart, would they find it funny? They would indeed, yeah. That, the Australians love that type of stuff. In fact, when I go back to Australia, all I do is bag on Australia. Every every country you're in wants to be teased. You know what I mean? They they, they, they want to be teased every every single time as a collective unit, uh, ex- with the exception of New Zealand, which I find gets very prickly about the whole thing. But but I just did it. I just did a gig around like around Europe, and after after I did a show in Berlin. A guy comes up to me and goes, I enjoyed the show. I thought you'd do more Nazi jokes. And I'm like, oh, no. I only, I only had the one. <laughs> have you found it, though? And like the, have you, because I've seen some of your stuff, and I don't think you've changed at all, but maybe I'm just not paying attention since the Me Too and the PC culture. Have you changed it all? Like, hey, I got this funny joke, but I don't want to do it because maybe it's just gone too far. Uh-huh. No, no, not particularly. No, not not in stand up. You know, you know. At the moment, I'm doing NBC sitcom, so obviously that's a lot different. You can't swear and, and stuff like that. That has some restrictions with legal. But in this stand up, no, not particularly. No, I haven't. I, I haven't. I haven't changed what, what I do on stage because most of the stuff's just you know. It, it, people have to understand that when you're holding a microphone and you're on stage, there's a good chance you're joking. And you don't take it all that serious, you know what I mean? And people yeah. forget that. Were you, uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not making fun at all, but were you surprised because you had this, the Comedy Central show and you had the show on FX? Were you kind of surprised that you got a sitcom from NBC? Because let's be honest, I mean, someone would watch. I can't imagine a 60 year old guy in a suit and watching your stand up and going, "That's my future superstar," just because the material's not PC. You know what I mean? <laughs> I. I... Uh, you, you said that very diplomatically. Um, yeah, no, look, man, I'm surprised whenever whenever anyone gives me a TV show. You know, every time I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do a different show. How like, much? I, 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 <laughs> I go in and pitch these things, and I think there's no chance in hell they'll make this thing. And then I walk out, and then they go, oh, they'll make it. So I, I just, I'm just going to keep on failing upwards. 
You know, I've had a cancelled show on cable, two cancelled show on cables, and now probably in my future I have a cancelled show on network. And then <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll be a cancelled movie star, and then I'll die. You know, uh, I'm just going to keep failing upwards. Ah, uh, you got to have goals, Jim. Yeah, what's the uh, sitcom about? What's the premise? Um, it's 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 similar to well, what it is. My mother passed away six months ago, so my father moved in with me. So now I'm living with my dad. I also have. My ex lives up the road, uh, like five doors up from me, and my son just walks between the two houses. And we all sort of live in each other's pockets, <laughs> and that's uh, that's my actual life. And I just went in there and talked about that a bit, and they said, "Oh, yeah, you can do that." We've just uh, cast Anthony Lapaglia as uh, as my dad, which is kind of cool. He's oh, he's like great, a, a yeah. In the Australian sort of acting scene, so so he came over last night. We had a little bonding session, and. Uh, I think we're ready to go. But it is a very similar plot line to that of Frasier when his dad moves in. So NBC like that, so maybe they'll like this. Who knows? Jim is coming to town March the 7th at the Palace this Saturday, Ticketmaster.com. And when you did the, uh, and it sucks that Comedy Central uh, didn't renew your show, did they put any restrictions on you? They, well, look, you, you had to get your scripts through the legal department. Mm-hmm. You know, there were certain times that, like, it wasn't the network and such, but they, you get funny little network notes where you can have you can have five not seven like it's going to make a difference like someone's <laughs> going to start watching it and go wait a minute I was okay when you said it five times but when you got to six I got uneasy and then at seven I was outraged you know so stupid like that um, but for the most part no they didn't really restrict us too much you know I, I didn't have a lot to do with Anything to do with editing or stuff like that, I just did the performance part of it and, and helped write the script. But for the most part, nah, nah, they're all right. That's I don't awesome. know if they're paying attention, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to get your take. I was flying to uh, Minneapolis about three months ago, and I stopped through Chicago and then took a connecting flight. So I get, I pay for the upgrade. I'm sitting first class, right? And I get in the seat, and this gal's next to me, and she brings a freaking boxer as her comfort pet, like full-grown boxer as her comfort pet, and the dog is sitting on my foot the entire time, does Jim Jeffries have a problem with not service animals, comfort pets? Well, I have a, I have a problem. Look, I think, and we're not allowed to, I think we should be allowed to ask what's wrong with the person. Because, you know, with the blind people, you know what's going on there. You see, but then sometimes it's just a dog, and it's like, 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 they're holding, like, a chihuahua that's shivering, and you're like, that thing's more nervous than you on the plane. <laughs> and also, what's, what's this idea that, oh, my animal, I find my animal calms me down. That's what all animals do. It's not a special pet. It's not special in any way. We, on, on the Jim Jeffrey show, we, we registered a camel as a service animal. <laughs> uh, just because we, and, 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 and two companies gave it to us, and so it's a harness for him, and, uh, and they never met with you. We did it all through emails. It's a load of rubbish. These people should be called out having their bloody dogs running around on the planes. Now, anything bigger than, uh, I reckon you can get like a little tiny bulldog. is about as big as you're allowed to go. Jim Jeffries in town Saturday, March the 7th, Palace, Ticketmaster.com. Dude, I look forward to the show. You're hilarious, and I hope you got another special coming soon. I really appreciate the time, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, too.